handheld today. I feel like I'm like a hip preacher now. The one hand is apparently a cool thing to do these days. I'm going to read out of 1 Kings. I'm going to read the whole passage for us. And we'll walk our way through it. Solomon loved the Lord, walking in the statutes of David his father. Only he sacrificed and made offerings at the high places. And the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there, for that was the great high place. Solomon used to offer a thousand burnt offerings on that altar. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon at a dream by night, and God said, Ask what I shall give you. And Solomon said, You have shown great and steadfast love to your servant David, my father, because he walked before you in faithfulness, in righteousness, and in uprightness of heart towards you. And you have kept for him this great and steadfast love and have given him a son to sit on his throne this day. And now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king in place of David, my father, although I am but a little child. I do not know how to go out or come in. And your servant is in the midst of your people whom you have chosen, a great people, too many to be numbered or counted for multitude. Give your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people, that I may discern between good and evil, for who is able to govern this, your great people? It pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this, and God said to him, because you have asked this, and not asked for yourself long life or riches or the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself understanding to discern what is right. Behold, I now do according to your word. Behold, I give you a wise and discerning mind that none like you has been before you and none like you shall arise after you. I give you also what you have not asked, both riches and honor, so that no other king shall compare with you all your days. And if you will walk in my ways, keeping my statutes and my commandments as your father David walked, then I will lengthen your days. The word of the Lord. On Friday, there was a Mega Millions jackpot for $1.25 billion. So I put on my Facebook page, I said, if you won, what would be the first thing you would buy? And the results were hilarious. Now, there, because I'm a pastor, I got a lot of churchy results. People were like, I'd give Todd to the church pastor. Yeah, you would. Yeah. I'd never see you again. <laughs> like, I'd call your phone, be turned off, pictures of you in some tropical climate with a seeking drink with an umbrella in it. I know what would happen. But, uh, but there was some funny, like one person wrote, like this one girl, I know she wrote, what'd she say? She said, I'd order guac on my burrito in Chipotle. I'm like, that's a small, that's a small, that's a, that's a tough life, man. Like 80 cents. Oh, I gotta pass. I gotta pass. Um, what were some good ones though? What were some good ones on that, on the thing? There was the guacamole. Someone said, someone said, I'd pay off all my family's debt. And, and, and his mama came up and said, like, I love you so much, son. I'm like, that's a good son right there. Some people said, like, a vacation, um, a new car. A lot, of, a lot of stuff about family. Like, about my mama a house, about my mama a car. And I thought, I thought to myself, what if I won? I actually had a bad dream that I won the, it was a nightmare. I had a nightmare that I won the million millions. And it, I woke up scared. Because, like, I won it. And I'm like, someone's going to kill me, take the ticket. 
like I, I'm like I'm in Flint. I'm like it's like I was like how do I def- how do I def- like in my mind it was an action movie getting my ticket to the police and they tried to take it from me. It was a whole nightmare of a thing. It was like, but uh, I didn't win, so that didn't come true. Um, but in this story, Solomon is given the keys of the kingdom. Like the Lord God comes to Solomon, son of David, and says, Solomon, you're the king of my people, Israel. Ask of me what you would, ask of me anything, and it'll be done unto you. Now, I have been asked in my life a few times. Someone maybe with, I mean, people come to me and say, you know, Pastor, what does the church need? You say it, and it's yours. And I'll, I freeze. Like, do I go big? Do I go little? Do I go small? Like, I don't know what they're asking me, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, ah, you know, I, I don't, I, I, people ask me that, I usually, say, I, I usually shoot real small. I was like, what does the church need? I'm like, oh, we need some microphones for the church. Like, I, I don't know what to say because I don't want to go, like, shoot the moon. Like, buy me a building in the city. Uh, but what would you do if someone with power said, whatever you want, you say it and it's yours. And Solomon had that choice before him. What do you want from me? And Solomon makes a crazy request. He requests wisdom. Give me an understanding mind. He asks from God, God, I need to know how to know. How to discern between good and evil. Praying for wisdom reveals a few things about us. If you were to pray for wisdom, if you ask God for wisdom on how to walk, you reveal that you trust God. If you ask God, God, I need you to tell me what to do in this moment. Because a lot of the time we come to Crossroads, there's a whole poem about it, right? By that one Jack guy. Is that, is that John, Jack? I came to a fork in the woods. Robert Frost. Jack, Robert. It's a common 1900 name, you know. Robert Frost has a famous line about the crossroads and it rhymes. It's awesome. I don't know any. I can't give, I don't know, what's the first line? Two rows diverge in a wood. That's all I got. Okay. But a lot of us, it never even occurs to us to ask the Lord for help. It never occurs to us. The simple act of saying to God, God, I have a decision and I need your wisdom. That simple request of the Lord shows you trust him. When Solomon comes to the Lord, listen to his opening volley. He says to the Lord, he goes, man, the Lord says, ask what I shall give to you. And Solomon says, you have shown great and steadfast love to your servant David, my father. And he talks about how good God was to his dad. Solomon goes, man, Lord, I, I know who you are because I've heard the stories. My dad told me how you were there when he fought Goliath. You were there when Saul tried to kill him. You were there when Absalom tried to steal the kingdom. As a young boy, me and my dad would sing songs of your goodness together at the temple. Solomon was like, I have been near you, and I know you're good. I trust you can provide me the thing I need the most. The very act of asking God for help is saying, I trust that God has the answer that I need. God has the answer that I need. And what's sad most of us go to God last when we need wisdom. There was a study done on parenting, which is really hard, by the way. Parenting kids is really tough. And the study was asking, where do we go to learn about how to be parents? Church, our pastor, 
a spiritual mentor, we're like in the bottom seven, eight, nine spots. The number one place we go to to learn how to raise our kids, anyone know what it is? So we said experience. How was I raised? Either I'll do what my parents did or the opposite. That's all I got. All I got is my own how was I raised, and I treat that like holy writ. Most of us don't go to God and say, God, what is your wisdom? What is your will? The very act of saying, God, I trust you, and I believe you have the answer I need, that very act shows I believe in you, and I trust that you are good. We should go to the Lord when we come to those big crossroads and ask him, Lord, what would you have me do? What would you have me do? Two jobs, Lord, which one do you want me to take? Two houses. Maybe it's dating some new boyfriend or girlfriend. Lord, do you like him? Like, that's an okay question to ask. Lord, is this person going to blow my life up or not? That's the Lord's like, run away. Then run away. <laughs> ask for the wisdom. Asking for wisdom also reveals humility. Listen to what Solomon says. This, this right here, it gets me every time. Solomon asked for wisdom. This is why. Listen, he goes, And now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king in place of David my father, although I am but a little child. I don't know how to go out. I don't know how to come in. He goes, God, I don't know how to be king. I'm a little kid on my daddy's throne. I don't know how to walk in. I don't know how to walk out. I don't know what I'm doing. I need your help. And that act of re revealing the cards, of saying, I don't know, is a powerful thing that many of us don't say. We never say, I don't know. As Americans, we talk so much trash, it's unbelievable. I was in line at Walmart returning something, which the return line at Walmart, I don't know, man. If you want to know where the world's going, that's where you can stand for a while. I was in line, returning with return line at Walmart, and two people in front of me getting, a, getting an argument. And these two people, I'm going to tell you something, I didn't know that these two people in front of me happened to be world-renowned biologists, virologists, philosophers. These people had medical degrees, probably from Harvard or Yale or something, because they knew everything about everything. They knew where the pandemic came from, what was the next, the next movement of the pandemic. They knew everything. I'm sitting there like, man, I'm a smart guy. Where did you learn all this stuff? One of the people said in the fight, I've done my research. I'm like, you watch a YouTube video. That's what you did. That's your research. I watched two YouTube videos, man. Listen, that so many of us pretend we know so much about so much, and we don't. We put the shield up like we know all these things. And the fact of the matter is a lot of us don't know a lot of things. And that's okay. I was teaching the Bible at Life Challenge this week. And, uh, I do this thing at the beginning of my Bible class where I do three questions. Ask me any three questions you want. And this kid, this one guy raises his hand. He's like, Pastor, I'm reading Ezekiel. And uh, Ezekiel call, or God calls Ezekiel son of man. I thought that was only a title for Jesus. Why did God call Ezekiel that name? And it was quiet, like, like, tell us, Pastor. And I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, I didn't know. 
It's okay to say, I don't have all the answers. There are times I go to God in prayer. I'm like, Lord, I don't know what to do. There have been moments in my life I have prayed this prayer of Solomon. I, I, I once I got a new job, and my first day of work, I was so scared. There was a staff meeting. I was in charge now. I was so scared. I remember praying before I went to, to work that morning. I'm like, Lord, I'm a little child. I don't know how to come in. I don't know how to go out. I need a wise and understanding mind. And praying that, asking God for wisdom, revealing, I don't have all the answers, and that is okay. Now listen, as I'm a big, strong man, I pretend to know what I'm doing most of the time. Like, you'll never know I'm lost. Like, yesterday, I was at a wedding up in Fairgrove, Michigan. I got stinking lost, okay? I was, at one point, I'm lost in the middle of nowhere, and all these people are giving me the horn. And I, I'm at a left, red light turning left, and the, the left, it goes to a one-lane road, and it's blocked up because it's one lane, you know, and it's one of those, um, instead of the worker, it's like a weird standing light. Do you ever see that? It turns red, turns green. It's red, so everyone's backed up. So I can't turn left because I'll be blocking the intersection. I'm getting, ho- I'm getting beeped. I'm getting mad. I'm lost. I'm getting horned. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just upset. I'm, looking, I'm, I'm on the phone with Angie, and I'm just like, I'm like, what am I going to do? I can't go. I can't go. I can't go. I'm just, I'm just yelling at nobody in my car. So finally, he turns green. He starts going. I pull around. I pull around. There's this big sign in the road, and the sign says, honk, and we will drink. And I look over this yard, and there's like 10 guys with beers. And I'm like, oh, no, it's honking me. They're honking these guys. Uh, that's getting lost in Fairgrove. That's, that was their Friday night. Woo! It's crazy out there. But um, you won't know I'm, I'm driving around. You don't, you don't know I'm lost, but inside I feel the fear. The not knowing. Where am I going? What do I do? And instead of pretending all the time, We have all the answers. It's okay to go to God and say, God, I don't know what to do. I need help from your hand because you're smarter than I am. You're stronger than I am. Without your help, I'm lost. Asking for wisdom from the Lord. It's an act of trust in God. And it's it's also an act of humility saying, I don't know. Not only that, the prayer for wisdom, God answers that prayer. The prayer for wisdom, God answers that prayer. In the book of James, it says, is any of you, and it's any of you lacking in wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all generously. The Lord wants to give wisdom to us. He wants to help us in this way. The Lord God wants to give us the inside track for what to do next. And so many of us never, ever ask. We do it, as Frank Sinatra said, we do it my way. Or as Bon Jovi said, or as No Doubt said, whoever, there's a lot of songs that's called My Way. <laughs> Here's the deal. The Lord says, I want to answer that prayer. When, when Solomon says, I want a wise and serving mind, God tells Solomon, Solomon, I'm going to give you what you asked for. I'm going to give you wisdom, and ain't no one has ever seen what you got. And sure, if you read his story, you see this man led with so much brilliance. It was unreal. People would come from all around the world to question Solomon to see, is he really as wise as everyone says he is? And they'd get get to him and meet him. They'd say, this guy is the wisest man on the planet. And God told them, because you asked for wisdom, I'm going to give you the things you didn't ask for. 
I'm going to give you the wealth and the strength and the renown. God says, we ask for wisdom. He will give us anything we ask for. We ask for so many things, and we never ask for this big piece, wisdom. When I first got married, we were doing, I grew up, this is a real thing, and I'm going to say it, and it's, it's a little controversial, I'm going to say it anyway. There's a poverty mindset when it comes to finances, a mindset of lack a mindset that says, like, God, I better spend it because I'm going to have it tomorrow. That mindset's a real thing. And I had it when I got married because I grew up here in Flint with very little. So we're always doing really bad financially. One day I'm like, Lord, I'm doing this wrong. Like, we're always in the hole. We're always in the red. I'm always getting, like, you ever get the check bounced to, like, 32 bucks? That's brutal. Right? If you overdraw the account, it's brutal. And I'm like, I can't keep doing this. So I went to the Lord. I'm like, Lord, I need wisdom on how to, how, to, how to view money, how to spend it, how to act towards it. I've been reading his word about money and revolutionizing our lives. Whatever it is you're battling with, whether it's relationship wisdom, parenting wisdom, money wisdom, if you're lacking in, or it could be a normal decision like, should I work here or here? Should I go on this date or not go on this date? You're allowed to ask God, God, what should I do? And the Lord says, if you ask me, I want to give to you generously. So we ask and we wait upon him and he speaks. So I want to encourage you, church. As you walk in this city and walk in this world, and it gets hard, it's hard to walk here. <laughs> Yesterday, Friday, some of you guys were beeping me. There was a temptation to... Friday, I had a lot of automotive um, fights. Uh, I was on Court Street. I was driving, and the people in front of me threw a water bottle out of their truck, out of their car. So I just gave them a honk because they, I don't want to litter in my city. And it wasn't a long honk. It was just like a beep, like, don't do that. You know, it was a little a corrective honk. And I, I was like, we go drive another mile on the street. I get to the light on Dort, and I'm going right. And they wait for me, this car full of y y youth, the youths. <laughs> and I'm talking the phone, and all of a sudden, people, I'm like, I hear, like, hey! And I, I look at the people, and I roll my window down, and they, they start, like, you beeping me? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you guys littered back there. I'm, I'm so, I'm, I'm, I didn't, I was just, I was, in a, I was, I, I'm so, dude, it's such a dad thing to say. Um, and those kids, they mother after, they, they, they cussed me out. Like, beep, 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 and I was like, have a nice day. I just drove away. Um, but there's a temptation at that moment to answer accordingly, right? Like, beep me. We'll beep you. Like, there's, a, there's, there's a moment of temptation. But I've learned living in the city and living as a person, there's a wise way to engage and not a wise way to engage. When you pray for wisdom, the Lord reveals what? He says, do not answer a fool according to their folly. Have a nice day, guys. Peace. You know, drive away. I want to encourage you. Life is difficult. There are a lot of decisions to make. As you walk through your life, as you come to the crossroads, don't just call your best friend or your mom or your dad. 
Go to the Lord and like Solomon say, Lord, I need a discerning and understanding mind. And the Lord who has all this to give wants to give it to you generously. Let us be a wise people who seek the Lord. With that said, let's pray together. We'll pray for food. Um, we're going to go ahead and the food's going to be back here. There's, there's tables aplenty. Um, well, there might be, we need to be more than that actually because well, a lot of us here. But there's tables. We'll have the uh, food out in like five minutes. There's ice cream for the kids. Well, ev everybody gets ice cream. That's just the kids. Everyone can have ice cream. <laughs> Let the kids go first, the adults. Let them have first choice. Um, who's going to do the ice cream for us? Who wants to get ice cream away? You got it? Save me a banana bomb pop. Don't. <laughs> I got to serve the hamburgers. Don't let that. If that was gone. Okay. So let's pray together, and then we shall break bread. Thank you so much, Lord, for, your, for this day, for your word that is true. As a church, as a people community, I should give us wisdom. Wisdom how to love our community. Wisdom how to walk in this world, Lord. How to speak. How to stand. How to show grace. As individuals, Lord, there's so many in this, there's so many decisions to be made in this room. In this room, there are places, like, there are decisions on like where to live and where to work. As we go through this, help us to seek you first, Lord. So we love you very much, Jesus. Thank you for this day. In Christ's name, we ask all these things. Amen.